My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by my webinar happening on May 9th. It's called The Five Businesses Mistakes, no, The Five Mistakes You're Making in Business (laughs) and The Five Mistakes You Need to Stop Making in Business, essentially. So if there are things that you are doing in business to sabotage yourself or to sabotage your success, we're going to talk about it on May the 9th. Please come and join me, especially if you're feeling a little bit stuck in business, then you can register now. The link is in my bio on my Instagram or you can register at simplystacymorgan.com. This is episode number three and also episode 99 of my podcast, Can You Cope? Next episode is episode 100. Whoop. And this is episode three of our part three series on my favorite things. You will know in the last two episodes, if you listen, that I talked about Jenna Kutcher's book, How Are You Really? Michelle Obama's The Light We Carry. I recommended the Netflix show From Scratch. Have you watched it yet? If you haven't, here's your friendly reminder. I also talked about the fabulous things happening on Apple TV Plus, our trip to Disneyland, which if you're watching me on Instagram and you're following my um, antics on Instagram, uh, I've been very active with all the fabulous things that have been happening. Um, How lucky am I? Um, Not, you know, absolutely, absolutely understanding how lucky I am in this moment. And um, also lucky to have our new puppy, Bobby who is at home, who is not out on tour with us, who is home with a gorgeous house sitter. So feeling so lucky. So episode three, I'm going to be talking about, um, well, some more things that are my favourite things currently. And I'm going to start with the book 40. Um, Lise Carlaw and Rachel Wills have put together this incredible book, which really felt like they were writing it for me. And that's, you know, that's always a really good book. Um recommendation to start with because if they can reach into me as their target customer and many of you um, are either approaching or have have been 40 once upon a time uh, you will have that same feeling too Um, they really tap into what it means to be hitting this milestone and what it means to be hitting this milestone especially as a woman and I've told this story on the podcast before I think especially when I was having a moment um, last year I was ha- I was totally fine with turning 40 I have no problem with the number I'm not a oh my gosh oh the drama I just I was just excited it was just another birthday and I like birthdays because I like I like celebrating. <laughs> That's a great excuse, a great excuse to celebrate. Also, I went to New York for my 40th. How could it be bad? What I didn't anticipate was this um, overwhelming questioning that came with turning 40. I didn't ask for it. I definitely didn't invite it. It just turned up on my doorstep and said, now that you're 40, you need to think about some things. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to think about things. And I thought I was really alone. And I um, paused the podcast for a you know, a couple of weeks because I just wasn't feeling myself. I wasn't feeling it in my business. I wasn't feeling it at home. I wasn't feeling it um, with my kids. I was just, I was having, I was having a moment. 
I won't say a midlife crisis because it wasn't a crisis. I'm not going to be that dramatic, but it was just a moment of, of reckoning. It was a moment of questioning. It was a moment of what, what am I doing? What am I doing here? What's the purpose of all this? And what, what am I going to do from this point onwards? Because I have lived the last 40 years of my life in a certain way, making certain decisions. And I had, I came to a point where I had to decide how I was going to move forward out of that and whether or not I was going to continue making some of the same choices or whether I was going to make new choices um, heading into the next 40 years of my life. And part of that came some reckoning with some relationships, some friendships, um, Heath and I, you know, all the questions asked, all those conversations had and you know, thinking about the things that are important to me and important to us and what we want to do and what we want to achieve and how we want to move forward. Anyway, long story short, thinking about all of that stuff, I then get my hands on with thanks to the gorgeous Tanae from the Strategy Studio who does um, my strategy. She gave me, she gifted me this book um, at Christmas time, knowing what what, what a year I'd had. And this book spoke so clearly to me. And so it's about other women who have gone through this same feeling of reckoning, this same questioning. And I was only not only relieved that, okay, it's not just me, you know, everybody else is kind of feeling this as well because I necessarily wasn't getting that feedback from other women I was talking to. They were kind of like, oh, no, it's just another birthday. Um, But for me it was really a lot more than that. And this book really um, sat into that and made me feel like I wasn't alone. It also gave me great um, insight and um, tips into ways to cope with those questions and ways to process those questions and things that I can do from a really practical sense to feel like it's not so overwhelming and to feel like I'm not in above my head because I, I know that I'm not. It's just um, my head was playing tricks on tricks on me and I needed to listen to my heart a little bit more. But this book is beautifully written and it's got lots of um, – anecdotes from from other women not just the authors there's a great questioning section where um she walks us through and I can't remember whether it was Lisa or Sarah walks us through a conversation that um they had with their parent with their mother and um it made me want to have the same conversation with my mum it actually really made me want to have the same conversation with my nan and they kind of say in the book feel free to use these questions and go to somebody like that is in your life that you want to ask these questions of and go to them and, and ask the questions. So I have, um, you know, I'm, I'm on a mission when I get home to be able to sit down with my nan and ask her these questions and find out more about her life and her life as a woman and how that's changed over time. And um, yeah, so it's a really great read, 40 it's called. And I think it's relevant whether you're 40 or not, whether you've been 40, whether you know you're one day going to turn 40. I highly recommend it. It's one of my favourite things and that's why I'm talking about it. When it comes to TV and I gave you some recommendations in the last couple of episodes, this is just something that I'm anticipating and that I just, I cannot, like I just cannot and I can't wait. The new Sex in the City and I know we all have opinions about and just like that, season one this is and just like that season two which is of course you know the sex in the city reboot and we all know what happened in sex in the city in like in episode one of and just like that and I'm not going to say it in case you haven't watched it spoiler alert but surely you know by now but in season two Aiden comes back in the picture and I've always been team Aiden always and (laughs) Heath is not team Aiden. Heath's not team Big either. Heath's not team Carrie. Um, 
but they have shared on the um, and just like that costume Instagram images of Carrie and Aiden in the street in New York kissing, and I just am beside myself and cannot wait for that reboot. So. It's how can it be one of my favourite things when I haven't watched it yet? I know it's not the best TV. I know it's not the best writing. I know it's not the best. Like it's, I know exactly what it is and I like exactly what it is. So don't judge me. Um, some of you all watch maths. So <laughs> leave me alone. Don't come for me. <laughs> no judgment if you like that either because a lot of people that I really like also like that. But I'm really looking forward to seeing where the Aiden Carey storyline goes. and. Um, just for my own, just for my own interest. I also just love watching it because it's based in New York. Like even if I didn't give two hoots about the characters, the amount of different um, locations that they shoot on and the incredible way that they make New York look is so romantic to me. And it's part of the reason I love New York so much. And I just love watching it to go, oh, I've never been to that park or I've never been to that coffee shop or I've never been, you know, and I want to make sure that next time I go, I can go and visit those places. So don't judge me, but when it comes to my favourite things, what I'm excited about is the new Sex in the City and just like that. Cannot wait. And a moment of joy. You know I've been away. You know over the last, um, actually the last 18 months really, I've been away quite a lot. I've been um, doing a lot of travelling and what I want to talk about in terms of a moment of joy for me has been my team because a lot of them came into my business not knowing the direction that I wanted to go to um, or the direction I wanted to move in. But not only have they supported the growth of the business, but they've also got on board and they're now coming up with their own ideas and they're now coming up with their own ways to innovate what we do and their own opinions about how we can do things better. And I, I find myself in staff meetings where staff meetings used to have to be really driven by me and I would be really kind of sitting there going, what are we doing? And we're going to do this next and da, 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 da. I'm now just an observer for a lot of it and I love it so much because they are growing as humans. They are growing in their roles um, in the business. They are growing in confidence, the way that they're stepping into their roles and being able to um, – move the business forward is so great to watch. They're also great at execution. So not only are they just sitting in the meetings and saying, we should do this fabulous thing, but then they're getting in, rolling up their sleeves, getting it done, writing new policies um, and and systems to make these things happen. And I'm just sitting back and observing and it's so incredibly cool um, and just really, really valuable. And I've always been a leader that has encouraged my team members to, to step into their role. I've tried not to be that micromanager that steps in and, and says, you're not doing it right. You need to do it like this. Um, I've really tried to step back and let them, you know, have that freedom. And that's really paying off now because they're, they're finding it themselves. I've got a couple of staff members who are um, investing really heavily in their own professional and personal development at the moment, which I also love to see because, you know, developing our team is not, about developing our team to kind of keep them close to our chest and keep them close to us. But if they can find ways to learn and they outgrow the role that they're playing with me and go on to bigger things, then that is really cool too. And so I've got a couple of staff members who are really investing in themselves and doing, um, you know, some big, big money, big time, big effort, professional development and 
they're really invested in themselves and growing themselves and it just makes me so happy. I've also got some incredible team members who um, I've seen grow from young women to, to young adults and they are really stepping into themselves as young women in the world. They had their own dreams of impact and um, their own they're out to forge their own path and that is so cool too. So um, that's one of my favourite things at the moment is, is watching my team be empowered to, to, to grow and to change and to, to make the most of the opportunities that they have and that is, is super cool. So whether it be reading 40 or waiting for the new sex in the city or um, investing a little bit more in your team and, and watching them flourish, I hope that you've found my favourite things series a little bit interesting and hopefully hopefully you've got some recommendations and things you're going to take away please tell me if you do i do want to hear about it i do want you to post it on your insta story or to send me a dm to get in touch with me and let me know if you've watched something or read something that's resonated with you as well i'd also i'm also always open to recommendations so please jump in my inbox and tell me what you're reading or what you're watching or what's lighting you up um because i'd love to I'd love to read it or know about it too. Please, please make sure you get in touch. This is episode 99. Coming up next is our 100th episode. I appreciate you being here and I'll talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 